I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Pat, are you ready to unleash your inner unicorn? Sammy Joe, of course I'm ready to unleash my inner unicorn. That's all I do. Just left and right, (laughs) unicorns blasting out of my chest. Shazam, shazam, shazam. And then they leave a trail of glitter behind them. That's how my unicorns, my inner unicorns flourish. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just read you a shine from the inside. Uh, I pulled a card and it said to unleash your inner unicorn. Right. Which is good advice. I really do need to unleash this inner unicorn. I feel like it's just trapped, you know, struggling. Yeah. To unleash itself. I just got to let that unicorn fly. You're a peacock. You got to let it fly. Right. Do unicorns fly? Um, Yeah. I mean, no, that's uh, Pegasus. Pegasus? Do Pegasus have the horn, though? They don't. They're just a horse with wings. They're just winged. Yeah. Why isn't there a una Pegasus? I don't know. Maybe there is, and right. we just don't know well, about it. That's my inner unicorn. He's got wings. Okay. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. And his name's yeah. Gary, if you were of wondering. Course. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on, Sammy Joe? Welcome to Kicking and Streaming, Kicking and everyone. Streaming, the podcast where we watch Buffy and Lost. Yeah. And we're, we're back to a regular Buffy and Lost episode this week. We, we weren't. are. We're back and in then the next normal week saddle. we won't be, but that's fine. Next week is going to be Buffy only, uh-huh. season five finale. A single Buffy. Single Buffy. Because that's the episode that something big's going to happen. Yeah, and then after somebody. that we're going to have a double Buffy. So it was either a single Buffy this week and double Buffy the week, or a single Buffy next week and the double Buffy the week after, or a triple Buffy. Yeah. And I don't think either of us could have handled that. Uh huh. Yeah. That a triple Buffy. Yeah. That would have been too much Buffy. That's too much. That would, that would have been our record length podcast. What's the longest podcast episode we've done? It's been over three hours, right? Probably three over and a half. Over three? No. Yeah. I no, don't we, think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did a three banger at least once. No. Pretty sure. We'll have to go back and look. I can't yeah. believe we would have recorded for that long. No, I think we recorded pretty long. <laughs> but why? But why? Because uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess we had a lot to say on that episode. Hmm. <laughs> I think in the earlier days we we uh, we would uh, we would go longer, meander a lot. We would meander a lot. Yeah. That's now true. we still meander, but we find our way back to the trail. You know. Yeah. Usually I pull you back. I, I just pull you plow back. over you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I have a I have a fun fun thing for you fun tidbit a fun fun thing yeah fun fun so last week we watched buffy we watched tough love Uh the episode of buffy where uh willow you know goes in blasting to glory all all witched up right with the black one of the goddess yeah one of the goddesses that she calls on was kali Uh kali uh yeah kali who's a real goddess Uh uh-huh and as you know, I, I have a goddess class that I go to once a month where we <laughs> right. we discuss a goddess and do uh-huh. fun witch stuff. Yeah. Um, and at the beginning of the year, we always pick a goddess or more, more 
you know, it's more along the lines of the goddess chooses us. So like we put our hands into, you know, a bag and pull out a candle with a goddess on it. One of the goddesses we'll be studying that year. And Mm -hmm. my goddess this year is Kali. No way. Look at that. Yeah. Crossover. She is wild, man. She wears like a necklace of heads and skeletons. (laughs) What? (laughs) My goodness. She's a goddess of like time and destruction and chaos. Wow. And also creation. Because a lot of times creation comes from destruction. You gotta have some sort of positive spin on your goddess. Let me me show you my candle. Okay. This is Kali. (laughs) Look at that. That is terrifying. Oh she my is God. wild. Imagine she doesn't she take just... shit from anybody, Pat. <laughs> no kidding. Imagine if she just waltzed into your room like that. She's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm Kali. Like, What's Whoa. up? <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> Who's got the kid cups? <laughs> She's a party animal, obviously. She's definitely a party animal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. So. Okay. Pretty excited about that. So you're going to learn more about Kali in the coming weeks here? Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we don't get to Kali until June, I think. Okay. So, yeah. Um, But I did a little bit of reading about her. Well, I kind of talked about her a little bit. I mean, already. And I talked about her last episode. She is a Hindu goddess. Okay. And yeah, like I said, she's, she's a mother goddess, goddess of war, anger, time, change, creation, destruction, and power. Wow. Okay. And she does not take shit. No if kidding. If you're giving her shit, she'll cut off your head <laughs> she'll and take wear your it head around and put her, her necklace. I yeah. take your head. I put it on your necklace. You become a decoration. <laughs> yeah, she and she has a, her tongue sticking. Her out, tongue's too. out. That's, That's what yeah. You, she's a party animal. She's like yeah. yeah. She's kind of doing the disco dance too. <laughs> yeah, you know she, Saturday yes. Night Fever. Yeah, so yeah. she's got Saturday Night Fever. I was like, for, this for is sure. cool. I can yeah, I can bring <laughs> some of this energy this? into my life this year. <laughs> yeah, I see you aspiring to be Kali. Yeah, definitely. Party animal craziness. Yep. <laughs> Wearing heads around my neck. Wearing heads around your neck. <laughs> you see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Don't step to me. Let's rock. <laughs> so yeah, that's my yeah. fun story for you. Okay, great. Do you yeah. got any fun stories? Got no fun stories that'll match up to Kali, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we're back to a regular episode. Episode 95, we're creeping in on our 100 mark. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. We're gonna hit triple digi soon. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Think of where we'll be in Buffy when we hit triple digits. We're going to be like, in uh, season six, right? Yeah. But yeah, I'm season like, six, episode I'm like, like three, maybe? Yeah. Three, four? Something like that? Well, let's see. Not really anywhere super fun. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine because Lost will come in for the win and just really yeah. bring it home, you know? Something okay. crazy is going to happen. You know it. Characters just going to come out of the woodwork. It's going to be musical come stings left life. and right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like this episode, today's episode. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is sort of something like that. Right, right, right. All right, well, do you want to just get right into the the podcast? Yeah, the why not? Podcast part? Why don't we just get right in 
to Buffy. Let's get into Buffy. Let's get in to let's Buffy. Get in but to more Buffy. More importantly, let's get into Buffy. Let's get into Buffy. Let's get into Buffy. Let's get, let's get into, into Buffy. it. And into it. And let's we're get into, into Buffy. And we're going to get into it right now. Let's get into get Buffy. In to Buffy. <laughs> get into Buffy. <laughs> and Buffy. <laughs> okay, for let's once, get into for it. For once, I just wanted to do it myself. <laughs> you okay, had to ahead. take that away from me. No, no, no. Go ahead. You no, can do it's it. fine. It's fine. Okay. Let's get into Buffy. <laughs> let's get into Buffy. Okay. Oh, I'm going to choke on my water. Okay. This this week we watched Buffy episode five, season five, episode 21, The Weight of the World. Oh. This episode aired. It's because they're all um, waiting for something to happen, right? Yeah, exactly. Sitting around waiting for the key drama to unfold. Yes, it's definitely W A I T, wait, not W E I G H T. Kind of felt like we were just waiting this whole episode like it's a lull mm. episode you know yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah not much happened yeah yeah i know i was texting dave earlier in the day and i was like i was like i haven't watched buffy yet like rewatched it and i was like i think i'm just gonna summarize my notes and like i sent him like three sentence summary of the episode and i was like that really sums it up <laughs> so we could just blast through but yeah, obviously pretty much I, I yeah. took my notes and well, I. Well, we had to I, have a lull episode after the wild Mad Max Fury Road episode, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think there's something interesting to this episode. Well, of course too. you do. You think there's something interesting for every episode. <laughs> I Well, I think it's just like it's a very human yeah. experience. Right. That's being had. Yeah. So that's, that's that. Okay. Okay. So this episode aired. On May 15th, 2001, and it was written by Douglas Petrie and directed by David Solomon. So some of your predictions from last episode, you said that you didn't think Giles is going to die. It's too fresh off when Joyce died, Mm -hmm. and you said we're not ready for a double whammy like that. Yep, nailed it. Um, And a few times now, you have said that Spike is going to do something to sacrifice himself. And you've also, last episode, you also said that maybe Dawn sacrifices herself so that Mm -hmm. everyone else can live. Um, Maybe she does it for Giles. And you said that Glory, after all this trash talking, she's going to bite it big time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe her monk minions finally turn on her because she's mean to one of them. And then the Scooby gang hooks up with them and they work it out, is what you said. There we go. That's not a bad one. And then I asked you, where do you think all the people from the psych ward are going? Um, And you said, they're going to the gas station. And then you're like, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going on a parade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're going to go on a parade. (laughs) <laughs> I think that makes sense. So this episode opens on Glory's yucky monk minions packing up her condo. Mm-hmm. She hears them talking about her and calls to them or calls them to her, but is surprised to find that she doesn't actually want to kill them for their blasphemy. Like she's being a little lenient here and she's like, why? Yeah. Um, and then she decides, you know, she says, I- I'm just just a little tight in the skin. That's all. I've been waiting an eternity. Well, 25 human years. And it all comes down to tonight. So we kind of talked about this last episode where, you know, we weren't really sure how long Glory and Ben have been on this 
plane yeah, of existence. Since he was a baby. So it does sound like, you know, when they said a newborn male, it must have been that he was a baby. Um, must have been but, Ben. But I, because I was also like, well, you know, it would have been weird if they were like switching back and forth between bodies, but no one who sees it remembers it. So. Right. That's true. Um, oh, wait. We don't know that yet. Oh. Spoiler oh, well, alert. That's what we call a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> so you know she's basically the portal will open she'll get to go back to the hell she came from but for some reason she is not happy she says something's off mm. she says what do you think and she asks and the camera pans over to reveal dawn sitting on a sofa bound and gagged then we yeah. cut to the gas station where the slayerettes are still kind of waiting trying to figure out their next move Spike enters, having successfully hot-wired Ben's car, which I was kind of like, why would they have needed to do that? Because, I mean, he should have had his keys on him. Yeah. Although, I guess if they were in his pocket and then Glory ran, then, you know, he probably didn't leave them behind. They kind of jingle-jangled out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess guess he wouldn't have left them behind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so everyone gets ready to, you know, go to the car, but then they look to Buffy, who's been in a catatonic state for now half an hour. Right. Willow, yeah, she's just kind of sitting there. Yeah. She's Willow tries... fight, flight, or freeze. She's choosing freeze. She is definitely choosing yeah. freeze. Maybe unconsciously. Definitely she's unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willow tries to rouse Buffy, but Buffy just stares blankly ahead. And then we get the intro. Back from the intro, Spike tries calling to Buffy, even shakes her and then slaps her. Jeez. But still nothing except for, you know, he gets a searing headache. Yeah. Uh, then Xander and Spike start to fight and Willow turns to them all serious like and she says separate and they fly away from each other. <laughs> yeah. So this is like another time where Willow is stepping up because Buffy can't. Oh, she steps up big time in this episode. She does. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone, except for Tara, who's busy peeking out of like the boarded up windows, uh, turn to look at Willow in surprise. And Willow says, all right, first we head back to Sunnydale. Xander will take Giles to a hospital. Anya's looking after Tara. And Spike, you find Glory. Check her apartment. See if she's still there. Try anything stupid like payback, and I will get very cranky. Everyone clear? Then we all go back to the Winchester and have a pint and wait for this whole thing to blow over. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're kind of in the Winchester now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of. That's like sort of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, so big mama Willow's in the house, Pat. She is. She is like... You're going to fucking listen to me and you're going to shut serious. up and you're going to do what I say. Her voice dropped like two octaves too. She's yeah. like, listen. I was like, wait a minute. Is she possessed Whoa. here? She's No, she's using her her. She channeling know, Kali? Voice. She like, maybe. here we go. I'm going to have your heads on my necklace soon if you don't listen to me. <laughs> so Willow says that she's going to help Buffy. Uh, and then Tara starts to babble about how it's a big day. Spike asks what they should do if they come across Ben, and everyone seems very confused when Spike reminds them how Ben is Glory. And we're going to do some lines here. Okay. I'm going to be Spike. Okay. And you can just be everybody else. All right. Multi 
faceted performance coming up here. Okay. Um, yeah, so so Spike says Ben is glory, and Willow says... You mean Ben's with glory? Xander says, with in what sense? And then Anya says, they're working together? No, no, Ben is glory. Glory's Ben. They're one and the same. <clears throat> Excuse me. And everyone looks very confused. And Anya says, when did, when did all this happen? Not one hour ago, right here, before your very eyes. Ben came, he turned into glory, snatched the kid, and pff, vanished, remember? And they that they just <laughs> continue staring at him. You do remember. Is everyone here very stoned? And we're all confused. Ben, glory, he's a doctor, she's a beast, two entirely separate entities sharing one body like a bloody sitcom. Surely you remember. Xander says, so you're saying Ben and Glory. And then Anya says, have a connection. And Giles says, yes, obviously, but w what kind? Oh, I get it. That's very crafty. Glory's worked the kind of mojo where anyone who sees her little presto changeo instantly forgets. And yours truly, being someone other than human, stands immune. Willow says, so we don't Ben Keep reading. and Glory... Are the same person? <laughs> yeah, so everyone kind of like starts to catch on, realizing yeah. that glory is Ben, Ben is glory, and anyone, you know, who sees them instantly forgets. And then Giles says, excellent. Now, do we suspect there may be some kind of connection between Ben and glory? <laughs> and Spike is like, oh, <laughs> oh bloody hell. <laughs> so i just really love that yeah so funny. that also explains why when ben initially changed into glory in front of dawn how mm -hmm. she didn't really remember what happened yeah like she was like i don't know ben just left um so this is why there's some kind of spell so that you know if if anybody sees them changing they just instantly forget that that happened aha uh -huh. okay so then we cut to a man welding something. He takes off his welder's mask. And did you recognize this guy? The welder guy? Yep. No. <laughs> it's crazy cat guy. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, what did he welding say? Welding something. He's like, you're a cat. I'm a cat. What did he say? What was this thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He was like, yeah. Yeah. Something about cats being <laughs> hiding in a cupboard, being quiet, something like yeah. that. Oh, sneaky like cat. Um, yeah, so there's lots of construction noises happening, but as Glory walks through the scene with Dawn and her monk minions, everyone stops what they're doing and they start to bow down saying, the key, the key. The key. <laughs> <laughs> the group goes into what looks like a sort of construction office and mm -hmm. one of the monk minions, this one taller and wearing fancier robes, tries to anoint Dawn, but Glory dismisses him and her other minions. She wipes the stuff off of Dawn's forehead and asks if Dawn's okay. Dawn tells her she wants to go home, and Glory says that she's about to, to her real home. Glory tells her it's their last night as humans, and at some point calls her Dawnie, and Dawn tells her not to call her that, and Glory says that she hurt her feelings, which isn't something she should be able to do because Glory is not supposed to have feelings. Oh, really? Hmm. Glory starts pacing. Well, yeah, she's a hell goddess. She doesn't care. 
I feel she's like she gets angry though, doesn't torturing she? Torturing and maiming people. Does she get well, yeah. kind of a, like annoyed she, and she gets upset. angry, I guess, but yeah, those are feelings. She's not supposed to feel bad. You okay. know, she's not to, not to, supposed to be hurt. Oh, all right. Uh so uh yeah, Glory accuses Dawn of doing this to her and she calls the priest monk back in to anoint Dawn. She says, "Know what they're all chanting out there?" Blah. Know what they're all chanting for out there, Donnie? Blood. Because we found out your blood is the key to the key. All I got to do is bleed you dry, the portal opens up, and I can go home. So knock yourself out, girlfriend. Make mm. me feel bad as you can, because tomorrow you bleed, little girl. What, what? So why are they waiting? It has to time? It's it, got to be the right time. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's got to be time. Got it, stars got to align, you know, that whole, oh, right. that, that old chestnut. That old chestnut. Yeah. All right. So then we cut to Xander and Anya's apartment where Willow is pulling candles out of a bag. Anya asks her if she's sure she knows what she's doing. And she also says a spell like this could be really dangerous for Buffy and you. And Tara starts mumbling about how time is coming. And Willow soothes her and tells Anya where, you know, uh, Tara's pills can be found. Because Anya is going to be looking after Tara mm-hmm. while Willow performs her ritual. Okay. Willow goes into Xander and Anya's dark bedroom, lights the candles, sits on the corner of the bed facing catatonic Buffy. Then we cut to Willow standing in a very brightly lit room filled with some cool art. She Mm -hmm. blinks in surprise, starts to kind of walk through what looks like a home into a living room when a little girl's voice says, Hi, Willow. And Willow turns to find a young Buffy, about six years old, sporting pigtails brushing a doll's hair and willow says hello buffy yeah so cool so willow's gonna hang out with baby buffy for a little bit huh little bit yeah yeah so this is this is where buffy is going inside of her brain yeah Hmm. spike kicks open the door of glory's apartment walks around smoking a cigarette he spots an archway under the stairs walks through it into like a dark little kind of hallway uh, finds a closed door, opens oh, it, yeah. looks around, finds uh, a very sparse little apartment. I like the scene. Yeah? I like when uh, Spike's slinking around this house. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the way it's shot and it's lit when he goes into the hallway. Okay. Yeah. There's like an archway. It's very dark. And yeah. And he's kind of like a silhouette. You know, he's just got a, got a hint of edge light on him. Yeah. You know, he's smoking a cigarette too. Mm-hmm. It's just all so cool, you know? It is very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Great and, the, and the the room that he gets into is like it's like a it's like a water closet, like it's like a <laughs> water dank, closet. you know, dank room. Mm-hmm. Uh, even more depressing than Xander's basement abode. Yeah, I mean, at least Xander had like uh, a disco ball, right? Um, <laughs> Spike finds scrubs hanging on the wall with Ben's hospital ID badge attached. So this is Ben's room. This is like where he stays. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, Glory gets this whole beautiful swanky apartment and it's, it's like, it's like, you know, the, it's literally, uh, like closet under the stairs. Oh yeah. Like Harry Potter, you mean? Yeah. Cause yeah. it, it is under the stairs. So okay. that's funny. I didn't put that together till now. <laughs> Um, back inside Buffy's mind, Willow tells young Buffy that they need her and she has to come out and be with her friends. But young Buffy tells her that it's a big day for her. 
We hear the front door open and young Buffy runs to Joyce and Hank arriving with newborn Dawn. Young Buffy crosses her arms. This is the delinquent dad. Yeah. Hank, where you been, pal? Yeah. Also, it's fun to see Joyce's 80s Joyce. Yeah. You know? Young 80s Joyce. 80s mom hair. Super shiny hair. Yeah. Kind of a grandma sweater, you know? Do you think I'm wearing another grandma sweater today? (laughs) No. No, no, no. It's very classy. Very classy. Is it just because it's like an off-white color? <laughs> That's what it is. I said it was not a grandma you don't sweater. Like, you don't like seeing me in off-white. It's just immediately grandma mode. What are you talking about? I never said it was a grandma sweater. You okay. looked at my sweater when you said that about Joyce. I know you did. No, I didn't. Yes, I you did. Looking at my notes. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> you can do the rest of Buffy. <laughs> All right. So what happens next is something about uh so well you, you know you, you, uh so Joyce is there right mm-hmm. okay and uh, then we f- uh we <laughs> sequence easily over to Giles okay right after that nope no all right <laughs> that's way after. <laughs> Oh, why don't you fill in for a little bit? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> so young Buffy crosses her arms and says to her parents, you're going to pay more attention to her and forget all about me. And Joyce kneels besides young Buffy and shows her how to hold baby Dawn. Oh. That's nice. And then young Buffy says, I could be the one to look after her sometimes if you need a helper. Mom, no. can I take care of her? That's so nice. So nice. What a nice big sister. Yeah. Having babies is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fun for you. I'm sure it's not quite as fun for I mean, not the actual for you know, having the baby, just like, you know, having the baby. Yeah. You know? Holding it. Just holding the baby. Mm-hmm. Having them sleep on you. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Aww. Having them it's having great. them spit up on you. <laughs> Even that, it's wonderful. (laughs) Uh, Joyce says, yes, Buffy, you can take care of her. Willow hears footsteps and turns to see another of Buffy's memories, a much more recent one of Buffy walking across the floor of the magic shop and putting a book on a shelf, looking contemplative. And there's kind of a music chime, you know, at this point when when it's like, dun dun. <laughs> dun, dun, boom, 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 no, it's boom. <laughs> no. Like was that, that Twin Peaks? No, it's like CSI or something, or Law and Order. Maybe it's that. Is that the show? I think it's Law Twin Peaks. No. Oh no, it's not Twin Peaks. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that might be. I don't know. I didn't watch those shows, but I I'm think you, I think you're right. It's Law and Law Order. Order. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's much lower though. It's like dun, 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 dun. I don't know. <laughs> but it like keeps that. happening. So anyway. Okay. Um there yeah, so then Willow blinks and she's in front of the fire where Buffy first inter or interacted with the first slayer. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Giles leaving the hospital with Xander. Um, or they're like walking out of his his hospital room. Uh, Xander tells him that Willow is doing a spell to enter Buffy's mind, and Giles is pretty concerned, saying that this is extraordinarily advanced. 
He says he wants to check on Glory's victims, and Xander says he's already been. He says, the vegetable section's closed. Nobody there. <laughs> uh, so, you know, basically that all of the mental pa- mental ward patients have left. Yeah. They meet up with Spike, who's just stolen a bag of blood, and he tells them <laughs> that Glory scampered from her flat, but he says he knows a guy tuned into the nastier corners of this our magic world that he can ask for information about glory and he lights up a cigarette and right in front of a no smoking sign and xander and giles at this point are just like whatever i'm not gonna comment to him about the blood bag that we saw him steal not gonna comment him about the fact that he's smoking in the hospital like they're just like whatever rolling (laughs) with spike and his madness yeah um So Spike and Xander walk away from Giles and Spike tells Xander that he found Ben's room at Glory's but didn't learn anything and Xander is shocked to learn that Ben has been subletting from Glory. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Spike slaps him upside the head and then they both groan in pain. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) He's like, this will be worth it and just smacks him upside the head. Cut back to Glory, who's starting to remember things Ben did. She asked Dawn if she, if Dawn remembers Ben coming to see her in the desert and then becoming Glory. And Dawn says yes, which upsets Glory because no one's supposed to remember that. Um, and she yells at the priest to get Ben out of her, then changes into bed while saying, I can't kill the girl, then turns back into Glory. But the priest tells her, this I cannot do. You risk terrible magics in opening the portal. Nothing comes without a price. This is yours. Glory grabs Dawn by the throat and says, We do this now. (laughs) Back at the campfire, Willow witnesses the first slayer telling Buffy, Death is your gift. Then we cut back to Buffy putting the book on the shelf again. And that chime going, (laughs) Doo-doo. Doo-doo. I know I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it justice. I was like, just record the the noise, Sammy, so you can play that. But I didn't. <laughs> bing, bing. Cut to Glory choking Dawn still. One of her monk minions tells her that all will be lost if she kills the key now. They'll be stuck on this mortal plane forever. So they've got to wait for the right time. She lets okay. go of Dawn, dismisses her monk minions again, and then she asks Dawn how people do it, live while being slaves to their emotions, and Dawn says it depends on the person. Glory says, I look around at this world you're so eager to be a part of, and all I see is six billion lunatics looking for the fastest ride out. Who's not crazy? Look around. Everyone's drinking, smoking, shooting up, shooting each other, or just plain screwing their brains out because they don't want them anymore. I'm crazy? Honey, I'm the original one-eyed chicklet in the kingdom of the blind, because at least I admit the world makes me nuts. A one-eyed chicklet? <laughs> yeah. Like the gum? Yeah, like the gum, Pat. Okay, cool. I follow. <laughs> remember the uh, remember the orange chicklets? Yeah. That was the I didn't best. like those. What? I didn't like those. What'd you like? I don't Do they know, even I didn't... make chicklets anymore? I don't know. I didn't really like chicklets. What? How can you not like chiclets? I mean, I was never really a big gum person. Ugh. Um, But the ones that I did like were the zebra stripe gums, which we've already <laughs> talked about. Yeah, how can we not? Have uh, which that? have flavor for like 30 seconds and then that's it. Right. And yeah. the, the mini chiclets, like the little tiny ones that oh, were all yeah. different crazy colors. Those I like those. Those were good too. Yeah. yeah. I remember the uh, 
the multi-pack where you got all sorts of colors in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the best. That was great. Yeah. That's what I liked. Mm-hmm. Again, flavor for like, you know, 30 seconds. Yeah. But. I know. For that 30 seconds, ecstasy. Right. And you stuff them up into your, into your uh, lips so it looks like yep. teeth. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta do that. Well, not the mini ones. You can't really do that with the mini ones. They just get stuck well, in your guts. if you try hard enough. What? They're not big enough. <laughs> what do you yeah. got? Little baby mini gums? You just uh, no. You just stick them to your lips. You just wet your lips a little, and you just stick mm. them to your lips. <laughs> now I kind of want those that that gum. Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, okay, so then Glory tells Don to name one person who can take it here, and Don says Buffy. Back inside Buffy's head. Willow follows Buffy down a hall, pleading with her and saying they have to go. Buffy walks into a room, a room, turns and sees Joyce's grave on the ground where Joyce's bed should be. So this, so she walks down the hall into Joyce's bedroom. And instead right. of a bed being there, instead of like at the normal room, it's like all grass and then her grave mm-hmm. with her headstone. Well, that's kind of weird. Kind of weird, but that's how, you know, that's how dreams, dreams go. And, and weird head thoughts go. Mm, head yeah. thoughts. Buffy, uh, back in, wait, where we go? Buffy, where are we? Where are we? Willow says, I'm <laughs> sorry. And Buffy says, don't be. Death is my gift. Willow says she doesn't understand. And Buffy tells her it's really not that complicated as they walk through another door into Dawn's room where Dawn is laying on her bed crying. Buffy sits on the bed and says, it's what I do. I mean, come on, you've known me for how long? It's what I'm here for. It's all I am. She picks up a pillow and starts suffocating Dawn. Willow yells for her to stop, but Buffy says, I keep telling you, Will, I figured it out. Death is my gift. And Dawn stops moving. Buffy, you got to take it easy. Can't kill Dawn with a pillow, A, okay? Because B, if you're going to do that, we're going to have to change your name to Buffy Smothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Wow. Got it. Good one. Yep. Dark joke. Dark joke, but also perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Ecstasy. <laughs> uh, at the warehouse slash construction area, Glory turns into Ben, who starts freaking out, remembering all the people Glory has killed. Dawn begs him to help her, and the priest starts knocking on the door. Ben opens it, then headbutts, and then punches the priest, knocking him out, and says to Dawn, I'll take you as far as I can, ditch you before she comes back, and they run. Willow is back in Buffy's memory of Dawn being brought home, and then the memory of Buffy putting the book on the shelf in the magic shop. Then we cut to a messy apartment. This is Doc's apartment, the demon guy who Dawn... (laughs) who told Don how to resurrect Joyce. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, this guy, huh? Who has a tail. Right, Mr. Mister Tail Guy. What did I call him? Yeah, Doc. Yeah. Mm, Doc? Yeah. Okay, I don't yeah. think they ever explicitly say his name. I but. just wrote down, uh, Spike and Xander go visit Dr. I Have a Tail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> that works. Maybe that's what Doc is short for. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so Spike and Xander enter, and he asks what he can do for them and offers them some cocoa. What a nice oh, guy. Oh, that is nice. I could hang out with this guy. Yeah, you keep. I mean, he wears along. a robe all the time. I bet he plays cribbage. 
I'm sure he does. He and I could play cribbage together. Yeah. I could ask awkwardly about his tail. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's, what's going, going on, on there? What's going on down there? Like, what's that tail thing all about? Huh? <laughs> Not to bring up a Then you get slapped subject. with it and then forget about it. Yeah. You know? Ah! Never mind. Your deal. <laughs> Back to cribbage. <laughs> Back to cribbage. <laughs> uh, so, out of nowhere, Xander suddenly shouts, Ben is glory! <laughs> and then he says he remembers, like a yeah, fog is lifting. He's getting it. And Spike's like, okay. Uh, he ex- Spike explains why they're there, and Doc gets up and starts kind of like shuffling around his apartment, kind of <laughs> not like nervously, but just like you know, just moving around, just kicking things. it around. You know, he did just... he did that last time too. Yeah, that's what uh, you do as an older him... fella. You just kind of shuffle, shuffle around. Yeah, you know? just kind of move. Especially things in a bathrobe. Oh, definitely in a bathrobe. Maybe some slippers. Yep. Yep. Um, so he tells them that they don't want to get mixed up with Glorificus. His best advice advice is to get out of the way, but Spike says they can't. Doc tells him he knows a fella who knows a fella in China. Oh. And Spike's like, well, how are we supposed to get to China? You know? Yeah. Um, then he looks behind Doc and realizes that he's kind of trying to like block their view of a red box behind him. <laughs> and Spike says, you're lying. And what's more, I believe you're standing right in front of the very thing we need. And suddenly, Doc whirls, grabs a sword, and holds it to Spike, Spike's neck. And he says, idiots. <laughs> and Spike smacks the sword out of his hand, but then goes flying backward onto the, um, a pile of books. Doc turns and sends a super, his super long tongue like a frog. Like, it just, yeah, you know, thing flicks came out. Came out like fruit by the foot. Yeah. <laughs> he hits Xander in the chest, pushing him up against a wall. It's just what you want. Is a yeah, super long like, tongue hitting you in the chest. Ugh, that's yeah. weird. Um <laughs> Sir, this cribbage game got out of control. Yes. <laughs> no licks. <laughs> no licks, sir. Doc walks to stand over Spike and says, you think only underworld bottom feeders worship the beast? And then he kicks Spike in the face and throws the box he was trying to hide into the fire, walks back to grab Spike by his shirt and says, her day is coming, boys. And when she returns, then you're going to see something. (laughs) Why even keep that box around if you're just going to throw it in the fire? Also, that was a very ornate beautiful looking box it was a nice box xander comes to well i don't think he was really knocked out but he gets up and he knees doc in the chest and while they're grappling with each other spike pulls the box out of the fire then xander grabs the sword and stabs it down into doc's chest pinning him to the floor wow getting like blood sprayed on his face but it's like blue gooky blood yeah. They leave with the box, and the camera pans back to look at Doc, blue blood leaking from his chest. Before and then suddenly, he suddenly, uh, <laughs> before he dies, doesn't he say, uh, "Doesn't he say I'm a small town guy?" Yeah, at some point he says, "I'm a small town. I'm just a, I'm small, just a small town, town lawyer <laughs> living in a lonely world." Oh, okay, that's where you're going with that. <laughs> Catch the midnight tail going anywhere. <laughs> Catch the midnight box going in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Long tongue. 
coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. Is that Journey? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't stop believing. Well, he, he's on a journey now. He is I don't on his he's own believing anymore. journey. <laughs> he's on his well, own journey. Is he, though? Because what? after they leave, the camera pans down. Oh, and his eyes shoot open. And his eyes fly. Yeah. Fly he's open. He's also got blue Gatorade blood, of course. Yeah, I already said that. Because if you're a reptile in the Buffy mm-hmm. world, got to yeah. have that blue gotta blood, Got to have man. blue blood. Can't be red. That's, yeah. That's un- unfitting for a reptile. Right. Reptile man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. It's blue I feel like every, every reptile we've found so far has had Gotta blue get that blood. blue blood. Or, well, I don't know that they're really reptiles, but the the demon um, from Earshot where Buffy could hear everybody, they had uh. like, they <laughs> had like white opalescent blood. Oh, right. Opalescent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good gross. word, isn't it? Yeah. That was gross. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, so Doc's <laughs> eyes fly open. Um, Although if I were given the choice to have somebody's blue blood on me or somebody's red blood on me, yeah. I think I'm going to go blue blood. Yeah. If someone's like, look, you got to have a bucket of blood on you. I go opalescent. Some, well, that's not, that's not a choice. It's not a choice. Oh, they're they're okay. stock out. Okay, you got to go blue or red. Or what are you okay. going with? Yeah, I guess I go blue. You go blue with me? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, it's democratic. We'll both get dumped on with a bucket of blue blood yeah it's different like, this you is know? gross but also better than red yeah much better <laughs> than carrie's experience <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh back in buffy's brain willow is following buffy down the hallway again and she runs fr- in front of her and tells her that she has to stop killing dawn because it never actually happened and buffy says will i did this Willow tells her that this was in her imagination, that she's stuck in some kind of loop, but Buffy walks past her. And then we cut to Ben and Dawn walking quickly through downtown Sunnydale. They hide on the side of a building, and Dawn knocks Ben over the head with a heavy metal chain. She starts to leave, but suddenly, Glory is back. She stands up, holding the chain, and says, That actually hurt, you prepubescent puke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah calling somebody a puke i haven't heard that in a while yeah you little puke little puke i don't think i ever <laughs> said that but <laughs> I, i've never said it myself Lori is a chief trash talker as she we is, have discussed yeah. chief trash talker ctt yep mm-hmm. uh glory says you hit ben in his soft human head and i remember the pain She pushes Dawn around and tells her she knows a thousand ways to hurt her that won't spill a drop of her blood because she's got to save all that. Mm -hmm. She says, you know all those pesky feelings Ben's been having, like guilt, empathy? I'm going to take them and mash them back down where they belong, okay? Hey, that sounds like most people. (laughs) 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 It sounds like my entire family. (laughs) (laughs) Mash them down. That is not a good way to cope. (laughs) Yeah. Then Glory lets go of Dawn and says, leave her alone and changes into Ben. They keep morphing back and forth, arguing with each other. Dawn tries to use this distraction to sneak away, but Glory stops her and throws her into a dumpster, which looks like it really hurts. Yeah. 
Um, so Glory grabs a glass bottle, then morphs into Ben, who smashes it and then holds it up to Dawn's face and says, you need her blood? Well, I'm going to, well, when I'm through, there won't be any left. When I'm through, there won't be enough left to fill a bottle cap. Then you hell bitch have nowhere left to go. Glory oh. pulls Dawn away because now Ben was Glory again. Yeah. Uh, pulls her away from the dumpster, throws her across the alley, then throws the bottle against the wall and it shatters. Um, Glory tells Ben that he knows that she knows he can't. No. Glory tells Ben <laughs> he knows he can't hurt the girl. This is so confusing. <laughs> Then tells Ben that she'll make him immortal if he stops fighting and lets Glory have the girl. And Ben finally gives in. He grabs Dawn by the wrist, leads her out of the alley and tells her, I'm sorry, I got no choice. It's you or me. Uh, so, yeah. So, basically, Glory's like, look, I'll make you immortal. You know, just like give her up to me. Stop trying to fight me. And Ben's finally like, mm, okay. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm convinced. (laughs) Back in Buffy's head, she and Willow are standing in front of Joyce's bedroom grave again. Then Buffy turns to go to Dawn's room and Willow says, no, Buffy, leave Dawn alone. What is this? And Buffy says, my gift. This is what I do. And Willow says, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about... And then they walk through the door, but instead of going into Dawn's room, they go into the magic shop again watching Buffy place the book on the shelf. Willow says this. She asks Buffy what happened here, and re- and Buffy kind of resists telling her at first, and then she finally says, this was when I quit, Will, just for a second. And we cut between both Buffys, the one holding the book and the one that was killing Dawn over and over again. Yeah. Uh, they're both there telling the story. Um, and she says, I was in the magic shop, I put a book back for Giles. Nothing special about it. And then it hit me. I can't beat Glory. Glory's going to win. Willow tells her that she can't know that. And Buffy says, I didn't just know it. I felt it. Glory will beat me. And in that second of knowing it, Will, I wanted it to happen. Willow says, why? Buffy says, I wanted it over. This, all of this, it's too much for me. I just wanted it over. If Glory wins, then Dawn dies, and I would grieve. People would feel sorry for me, but it would be over, and I imagined what a relief that would be. Um, So, yeah, so, like, this is, like, all of this just got to Buffy. And she was like, you know what? This is hard. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, like... catastrophize so much, you just shut down. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's what's happening. I mean, she's been through a lot of apocalypses. Yeah. yeah she's been dealing with a lot of uh, baddies for a long time. Yeah. And yeah. her mom just died. And her yeah, dad's her not there. Died. Like it's Giles almost bit it. Yeah. Yeah. They watch Buffy put the book back on the shelf. And she says, I killed Dawn. And Willow says, is that what you think? We cut back to Willow and Buffy in a trance in Xander's bedroom. And then Buffy in voiceover says, my thinking made it happen. And then we cut back into Buffy's, like inside Buffy's mind uh, in the magic shop. And she says, some part of me wanted it. And in the moment Glory took Dawn, I know I could have done something better, but I didn't. I was off by some fraction of a second. And this is why I kill my sister. 
She puts the book on the shelf again, and Willow yells at her to snap out of it. Both Buffies look at her in surprise, and Willow says, All this? It has a name. It's called guilt. It's a feeling, and it's important. But it's not more than that, Buffy. Buffies, you've carried the weight of your, the world on your shoulders since high school, and I know you didn't ask for this, but you do it every day. And so you want it out for one second. So what? And Buffy says, I got Dawn killed. And Willow says, hello, your sister, not dead yet, but she will be if you stay locked inside here and never come back to us. Buffy says, but what if I can't? And Willow says, then I guess you're right. And you did kill your sister. And Willow turns and starts walking toward the magic shop entrance like to leave. And -hmm. Buffy asks where she's going. And Willow says, where you're needed. Are you coming? And we cut back to Willow and Buffy in Xander's bedroom. And with a start, Buffy comes to, and then so does Willow. Buffy starts um, to cry, or she looks to Willow and starts to cry, and Willow goes over to hug her. Then we cut to the magic shop for real. Uh, Giles, Spike, and Xander are already there. Buffy arrives, Willow, Tara, and Anya behind her. And Buffy says, heard you found the ritual text. And she asks Giles what they know, and Giles tells her that it's possible for Glory to be stopped. He tells her that Glory plans to open a dimensional portal by way of ritual bloodletting using Dawn's blood. Once the blood is shed at a certain time and place, the fabric which separates all realities will be ripped apart. Dimensions will bleed into each other. Chaos will reign, yada, yada. We've heard all that before. But then he says the portal will only close once the blood is stopped. And the only way for that to happen is to kill Dawn. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. You got to kill Dawn. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. So, Crazy. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I'm not a big fan of these episodes where it's just kind of like in somebody's head, you know? Uh Uh-huh. I feel like we've had a couple of those where it's like we're kind of stuck in dream state, you know? Mm. I'm just like, you know. I mean, it's not all dream state. We do get the reptile guy. I like his tongue. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) Uh, so yeah. And and then, uh, one other little note here is the little back and forth between Ben and Glory. Yeah. You know, when they're cutting back and forth and it's been this glory. Yeah, in the alley. That seemed like a nightmare to film. Like imagine. Oh, yeah, I bet. Having to block that out and be like, okay, then it's going to be Ben and then it's going to be glory and then it's going to be Ben. Especially when they're like turning and have to be in the same position. Yeah. 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 Just Just the thought of trying to block that out would would make me want to quit. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, well, good thing this is really the only time they do that. Right. I mean, obviously, they morph in other places, but it's usually like one into the other, and then yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like it, one special effect, on. yeah. not like 12 in a row, in, you know, while they're walking around the alleyway, too, you know? Yeah. This seemed like a really hard thing to pull off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but other than that, that's all my thoughts. Okay. Well, I don't really have too much trivia, because okay. all the trivia was kind of lame this episode. Right. It was like, in this part, this epi- this older episode was referenced. Like It was like all the trivia was just that. Oh. So I was like, okay, this isn't interesting at all. So the one <laughs> tidbit that I picked up 
Mm-hmm. Uh, in all other languages, the title is still The Weight of the World, translated okay. into that language, except for French. In oh. French, the title of this episode is Sans Espoir, which means hopeless. <laughs> oh, which we already had an episode called Hopeless, right? We had one called Helpless. Helpless. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, wow, that's depressing. Thanks, yeah. French. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, the French. So that's French. the only trivia I have. Okay. All right. Well, fun episode. One more to go in Buffy. But are you ready to get into Lost? Let's get into Let's Lost. Let's get into 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 Let's Lost. Get get in in to to lost all right we got it okay yep (laughs) (laughs) let's let's get into lost (laughs) (laughs) dang it all right so this is lost season five episode two this one is titled the lie sammy joe (gasps) Original air date is January 21st, 2009, written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz and directed by Jack Bender. Let's hear your predictions. All right. So two episodes ago, the last time we watched Lost, uh, I said the island is moving through space and time. So we have only, we are only confirmed that it's moving through time, Uh Um, but I think it's also moving through space. Okay. as well all right not necessarily right now i just want to clarify just in general i think the island has moved through through space as well as time okay um i think that ben sent those quote lawyers to kate's house in order to kind of freak her out and send uh-huh. her to go back to the island okay i think all of the oceanic six do return to the island and whether or not Sun intends to actually kill Ben or if she's just kind of bringing Widmore along to bait and switch him, I think mm-hmm. that Ben is going to manipulate the situation into Sun, into somehow convincing Sun to go back to the island. I don't think it will be Jack who convinces her. Okay. And that, that's that. That's that, Mattress Man. Okay, so this episode starts with a three years ago title card, and there was no cold open or no uh, no previously unlost. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, I guess I thought there was a previously unlost. No, I don't think hmm. there was. It just went straight to three years ago title card. Wow. Someone grabs some beers, and then we see that we're on a boat called The Searcher, and it's Lapidus who hands out beers to the Oceanic Six as they sit around on the boat telling the lie of their crash story. They're trying to get their story straight, you know? Yeah. And everyone is sort of agreeing to this new lie that Jack is pretty adamant about, but Hurley has some reservations. He doesn't want to lie, and after Jack says it's what they have to do because of Mr. Whitmore, Hurley asks Penny if she can talk some sense into her dad... Yeah, so I I would... Okay, here's something that hasn't been explained yet. Okay. We know Widmore is looking for the island. Right. 
we know Penny has found the island. Well, right. well, in a way. Previously found it. Yeah. I would be like, um, what is going on here? What is Penny's connection to her dad? Is she uh-huh. going to tell her dad what's going on? Is he going to demand this from her? How did she find the island? Is she on the same mission as her father? Like, what's the deal here? Nobody's asking these questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's asking enough questions. She needs She needs a little interrogation. <laughs> Penny, you want to yeah. tie Penny down and and uh, get the get the. I don't want to. I don't want to like Saeed interrogate her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just want to like Kate interrogate her. Okay. Or Hurley, because Hurley does ask the questions usually. Yeah. So I want I you know I want someone to be like Penny. Look, this is your dad who yeah. did all this crazy shit. What's what do you have deal? to say about it? You know. Okay. Yeah, she might have a little bit more information, but I feel like she's not that close to her dad, so her dad could hold and harbor a lot of secrets. Yeah, but we don't really know that. Yeah, well, you know, I guess you just assume so. (laughs) I mean, I would ask some questions. I I think some questions need to be asked. You're the question monster. So Hurley asked Penny if she can talk some sense into her dad, which she says there's no stopping him. And Hurley says, but he'll never find them. I mean, the island disappeared. We all saw it. It's gone. Bloop. And Jack says, you think anyone's going to believe that? Believe any of it? They're going to think you're crazy. And Hurley says, not if someone backs me up. Say, come on. They'll think I'm nuts if I tell the truth. But what if we all do? And if we stick together, we can make them believe us. I don't want to spend the rest of my life lying to you. And Saeed says, no, but... I don't believe we have a better choice. And uh, Saeed also says, sorry, Hurley, but we have to lie. And Hurley says, you know what, dude? I'm going to remember this. And someday you're going to need my help. And I'm telling you right now, you're not getting it. Ouch. And we flash. I don't really believe that, though. No. Hurley's too much of a... Hurley's Hurley's too nice. He's He's not going to leave a friend behind. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Flash to Hurley driving a car with an unconscious Saeed in the passenger seat. This is a smash cut if I ever seen one. Yeah. Uh, Hurley reaches over and buckles Saeed in, but swerves erratically, which gets him pulled over by a cop. Yeah. And the cop rolls up and to I the side wrote, window. Is Hurley seeing another ghost? Oh. You think so? Hmm? Anna Lucia Anna shows up Lucia. at the window. And she is not grimacing as much here. She's not like angry talking through nah. her teeth as much. Right, no. She's 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 uh, like chill. Yeah, she's on she's LA at time. Peace. Yeah. Uh she's got the badge on and she says, What the hell were you thinking? And Hurley says, Anna Lucia? And she said, You're driving like a maniac. And why'd you pull over? And Hurley says, I just I thought I and she says, You didn't think. What if I were real? What if I what if a real cop stopped you? They already would have pictures of you covered in blood with a gun in your hand. Hurley says, actually, it's ketchup. We went to a drive-thru and, uh, and Ana Lucia <laughs> says, well, you need to pull it together. You got a lot of work to do. And he's like, I do? Ana Lucia says, let's start with the basics. First off, you need new clothes. Then you need to go to a safe place and take Saeed to somebody you trust. You getting all this? And she tells him to stay away from the cops and not get arrested. And she also says, 
Libby says Libby hi. Libby says hi. No. Then nice. as she walks off, he notices that the cop car has mysteriously disappeared. Mm. Mm, just like uh, Polar Express. You believe in ghosts, kid? Kind of yeah. like that guy, you know? Yeah. I know you get that reference now because you've seen it. I do. <laughs> he turns to Saeed and says, well, you heard her. And he starts the engine. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the lost title. On the beach, Rose and Bernard are trying to start a fire and bickering as they always do. Uh, Rose is so mean to him. She is. She's just, man. She's just, just like always just riding Bernard. Chill, Rose. Like yeah. you can say things nicer. Yeah. Not so rosy of you to do no. that, you know? Very don't like thorny. it. Yeah. Every yeah. rose has its thorns. <laughs> thorns. <laughs> That's so true. Just like every cowboy <laughs> has a sad, sad song. <laughs> and then this Neil guy, some new rando shows this up fucking with a bunch guy, of fucking doom Neil. and gloom. That's you the know, guy who saying, was on the boat, right? Yeah, he's on the Zodiac before. Yeah. And he's saying they're all going to be dead by sundown and all this. And okay. Sawyer finds a shirt when, you know, it's like, dang it. You found what a shirt. are you doing, Neil, to help out? Okay. Yeah, hey, you're Neil. No, you're no Neil Armstrong, I'll tell you that much. Shut your trapo, mister. Then uh, Sawyer gets a shirt on. He sidles up to Juliet at the Zodiac boat, who notices that Faraday is back Too after bad, being gone for a way. couple hours. Yeah, too bad. Daniel, ah, ah, Faraday, says he <laughs> forgot his backpack <laughs> and he needs to calculate the new bearing, but needs to find out when in time they are. And uh, we flash to Hurley going through Saeed's pockets and getting some cash out. And he heads inside a convenience store to buy a big yellow I Love Shih Tzu's t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and the clerk starts chatting him up commenting on his shirt and how his friend looks wasted in the car you know uh, what hurley should do to really disguise himself what's that cut his hair yeah shave it Mm-hmm. yeah that's a good idea i mean i know that's like a really big part of him but yeah th- that's one you know number one do something to your hair number one cut your hair and then bleach blonde it you know go full m&m on that hair yeah, or go the opposite route and go really dark like uh, Kate did. did. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm with you. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, she's like, you look kind of familiar. And just as his incriminating photo comes across the TV behind her, and I'm also thinking like, I hate these kind of clerks who just like want to comment on everything, mm-hmm. you know, like, especially listen, on the I'm things that you're buying. I'm just trying to buy a Shih Tzu shirt yeah. and get out of here, okay? There's nothing I hate more than when I bring stuff through the grocery store uh, checkout and they're commenting on all of the items. Oh, yeah. I love that. I'm like, oh, uh-huh, yeah, okay. So and glad. They beep another thing and they're like, mm, these are good too. Have you ever tried? And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. That's why I don't go to people anymore. I just do the self-checkout. <laughs> just do the self-checkout. But then no, I hate actually, myself I at mind. the self-checkout too. I'm sometimes, just like, what is this world coming to? There's no pleasing me at the grocery store. <laughs> wow, Pat. Maybe you should just do pickup. Yeah, I should. But then they screw it up. You oh, know? geez. Actually, we used to do, uh, what whatchamacallit? The delivery, Peapod? Yeah, Instacart. Now that's yeah. where it's at. That was the best. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they'll text you and be like, hey, this isn't available. Is this an okay substitute? And yeah, then you can be shopper. like, 
Well, why don't you keep doing that? It's too expensive. You got pricey. All you right. Know? Well, you know. Yeah. But you all through the pandemic. Your anger and time or uh-huh. your, you know, money. Expenses. Well, yeah. you kind of need expenses to live. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess it's anger and time. That's what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, he buys the I Love Shih Tzu's t shirt. And, uh, uh, yeah, she recognized him as the dude who won the lottery, but then Hurley pays and he leaves. Yeah, driving. she's like, you know, if you buy a lottery ticket here and you win, like, we get a commission. And he's like, ah, keep the change and just yeah. throws money See at ya. Yeah, and he runs away. Mm-hmm. And then he drives directly by Kate and baby Aaron, who arrive in another car. Just ships passing in the night. Yeah, the daytime, they don't really. see each other. Yeah. Uh, That's Kate, fun, though. Kate in her car, looks at her flip phone and mm-hmm. contemplates calling Jack Shepard. And then she gets but a she phone doesn't. call from unknown, which you never pick up. Never don't pick, pick up. Those up. Don't yeah. pick it up. Let it go to voicemail, Kate. If it's important, they'll leave a voicemail. Always. However, Kate says, yeah. this time not so bad. Kate says, hello? I, I can't believe it's you. No, hi, how are you? Wait, you're in LA? Of course I can meet you. Yeah. I know where that is. I'll be there in a half an hour. And she shuts the cell phone. And Aaron says, Mommy, where are we going? And Kate says, to see a friend. Shut up, jerk. <laughs> Quiet back there or else I'll turn this car around. No chicken McNuggets for you. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> Kate. Wow. Uh, cut to Ben being a creep and opening a vent duct in the hotel room to retrieve something, which is very no country for old men. Oh, it is indeed. Jack walks in from the darkness looking a little distraught in the background. And Ben tells him that he flushed Jack's pills down the toilet. Yeah. And Ben says, I'm checking out. And Jack says, where are we going? And Ben says, you're going home and find yourself a suitcase. If there's anything in this life that you want, pack it in there. Because you're never coming back. Jack okay. says, good. Yeah. I got a question. All right. Why, if he's just telling him to go home, why were they at the hotel? They're just hanging out. They're just having a bro moment, you know? No, really. Why did they go to the hotel? Weren't they uh, kind of hiding out there? Yeah, but then why is Jack going home? Well, he's got to pack up real quick, you know, in the sly. But he can't be there long, long periods, you know? Not buying it? I'm not buying This is... <laughs> just stupid (laughs) so ben says uh good i'll pick you up in six hours and jack says and where will you be going ben says john's casket is outside in a carpet van i need to move it somewhere safe and jack says safe he's dead isn't he and ben says i'll see you in six hours he's cooking out there he's cooking yeah that's gonna be stinky yeah they're in la man la heat it's nothing to mess with Cut to a scrumptious Sammy being made by Cheech Marin, you know? Yep. Uh, Hurley's dad, <laughs> who grabs it to watch Expose on his Barca lounger in the den. Yeah. And this and... looks like an awesome afternoon. <laughs> and uh, uh, when he turns on the TV, it yeah. says, previously on Expose. And it's the same <laughs> voice as the previously, previously on Lost on Guy. <laughs> that's funny yeah it's definitely the same voice that is yeah. that in your trivia 
Uh, something about expose is, but not, not, not the voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought the sandwich looks awesome, you know, and it made me very jealous. I'm like, that's like the best. It's like, didn't do it for me. I forget what he was putting on it, but there was something he was putting on it that I was like, Ooh. Yeah. You're just too picky. Me? I'm, I'm like, very throw picky. Throw a big sandwich at me. I don't care what's in it, man. Yeah. It's all good. I pretty much just like ham. You just like ham. Pretty Sam much I just ham. like ham. Yeah. On a sandwich, I don't really like anything else. Ugh. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's a knock I mean, at the door. I mean, not only ham. Like, I put other stuff on the sandwich, yeah, like but like- peanut butter. No. Gross. <laughs> but like, I'm not going to have a salami sandwich or a- turkey sandwich or a roast beef sandwich why not what's wrong with turkey and roast beef are like kind of top tier for me no for me it's ham all right what if you took a reuben i'll like i like reubens but that's pretty much it but listen hear me out here okay listen yeah i like bon me you get a you get a nice brioche roll okay oh yeah of course all right all right now follow me yeah i'm following you now we're gonna do some some freshly some freshly, uh, a slice, thick slice. Ugh, lost me already. Hold on, turkey. Thin slice, Pat, is the way some to go. Crispy There's bacon. nowhere for the flavor to hide. Some. Oh God! Don't <laughs> give me that garbage. We're gonna do some crispy bacon. Shaved, right. shaved ham. We're gonna do a little bit of Vermont cheddar, and we're gonna mm. we're gonna melt it on top. Nah. All right, and nah. we're gonna toast the whole thing. Ugh. Okay, and th- slather on some mayo. Ugh. Okay, making a panini now, and just a cup. Ooh, yeah! If you press it, a oh panini, god, panini press. Come on, no, come you've on. done everything oh, wrong. Oh man, my mouth's watering. I can't wrong. even think straight. Huh? You've done everything wrong. Okay, well, you give me your sandwich. What's your okay. sandwich? Ham. Get some Wonder sourdough bread. bread. <laughs> no, <laughs> sourdough. Sourdough or okay. French baguette. Uh huh. Okay. Baguette's a little too hard for a sandwich, but okay. I like where your head's at. Hard roll, whatever. Yeah, it's I'm not too picky about the bread. Eat the sandwich. I'm not too picky about the bread, honestly. I just don't like, you know, Wonder Bread or that kind of stuff. I don't really okay. like white bread. Pretty much anything else is good. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh huh. Thinly sliced ham, <laughs> folded, yeah. folded nicely over. Okay, so there's like pockets right. of air in it. Right. Uh, Swiss cheese, Uh preferably baby Swiss, but I'll take any kind. Okay. Okay. Crunchy lettuce. Uh Uh-huh. Tomato. Yeah. Light mayo. Uh Uh-huh. Sprinkle of pepper. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And that's it. Really? That's it? Okay. That's it. All right. Side of, you guessed it, Cape Cod potato chips. (laughs) All right. That's cool. the dream. I'm a simple lady. That's going to be, uh, when I open my sandwich shop, uh, we're going to put that on the menu. It's, it's just going to be Sammy. called S- Sam- Sammy Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Ham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, big sandwich. He eats it. Knock on the door. He answers it to Hurley and Saeed. And Saeed's being fireman carried over uh, Hurley's shoulder. And yeah. Hurley says, hey, dad, how's it going? <laughs> Hurley explains to his dad that Saeed is out because of a trank dart from the safe house and how Saeed pulled him out of the mental hospital. And the gate rings, and it's LAPD. And his dad asks what kind of trouble he's in, but Hurley tells him 
not to tell him anything, and he'll explain. His dad talks to the LAPD shortly and then comes back to Hurley. And the cops think Hurley killed three people. Hurley, what are you doing going home? Yeah, that's a bad place to hide out. Like, what, what, is, what is happening? Jack's going home. Hurley's going home. Yeah. At least Kate is they're, being They're bad smart. criminals. They're bad criminals. They don't know what to do when they're Ugh. on the lamb. You don't go so, home. It's the first place they're going to look for you, as evidenced right. by these cops. Hurley fills his dad in on what really happened, and they agree that they need to get a doctor for Saeed. Cut to Kate and Aaron getting into an elevator excitedly. They go to a door and is greeted by Sun, mm. who smiles and says, Hello, Kate. Cut to a big steak getting sliced at a butcher shop. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Ben walks into this butcher shop and the lady this was short right blonde hair. This is right out of hair. So I Married an Axe Murderer. <laughs> I was she like, says, my note is, did Ben marry an axe murderer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to see Fargo, the uh, the TV show. Oh, yeah? Is it good? Yeah. Oh, it's great. You got to see oh. it. Especially the first season is really good. Okay. So this lady says, hello, Ben. If it's the porterhouse you're looking for, we're out. And uh, Ben says, no, no, no porterhouse. I do, however, have something very important in my van, Jill, and I need you to watch it for me. Oh, and Jill what says, is she going to do with, what is she going to do with luck? Is it what I think it is? And Ben says, it is. It's fresh And she meat. says, he'll be safe with me. And Ben says, I don't know about that. I don't <laughs> not, I do not feel confident. You don't trust confident. Butcher Lady? No. Seems like she'd be a, you know, person to trust, you know? She going to string him up in her back room? Ben says, have Gabriel and Jeffrey check, checked in yet? And uh, Jill says, yeah, everything's moving right on schedule. How's it going with Shepard? And Ben says, he's with us. And Jill says, really? What'd you do, bribe him with some pills? And Ben says, cut the man some slack. He's been through a lot. We all have. Sticking up for Jackie. Mm. And then Jill says, right, of course. And then she says, sorry. Uh, ben says, so keep him safe, Jill, because if you don't, everything we're about to do won't matter at all. Music stinger. Cut to the beach at night, and Bernard finally gets a flame going, but it quickly snuffs out, and Rose chides him even more for putting it out. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> as, so as, sad. As well as Sourpuss Neil. He's like, oh, Neil. come on, man. What are you <sighs> doing, Neil? Yeah. Kick rocks, dude. And then Faraday and Charlotte sit, to, sit together on the beach, and Charlotte can't shake her bloody headache. She then tells Daniel... That she was thinking about her mom and how she couldn't remember her maiden name. He tells her it's stress, you know. And she asks if he knows what's happening to her. But no time to answer because dinner is ready, as Miles screams out. He drags in a boar, but he's looking for a knife. And Neil keeps popping off of the mouth now that he's super hangry, saying how they can't even get a fire going. And yeah, then, boom. well, maybe you should go... <laughs> fucking fishing neil yeah well neil gets his okay yeah yeah he gets hit by a flaming arrow yeah there's some fire you jackass (laughs) it's your fire it's your fire pal uh (laughs) followed by many other flaming arrows that come raining in from the jungle and then neil goes completely up in flames 
as the arrows come in. Everyone scatters Thank and goodness. runs. Complete chaos. Sawyer tells everyone to split up and get to the trees. Others get hit by arrows. Everyone's dying. It's like, how are there this many survivors left I at don't this know. point? There's so I, many. There shouldn't be this many. Yeah, a bunch of randos dying. Yeah. Uh, so Juliet stops to put the flame out on some rando's body, and Sawyer sees this, and he goes to get her, saying it's no use, and they run off together. Yeah, also, he's a rando. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care about those, okay? We care about the core group, all right? The very good-looking ones. And even ones. then, we don't really <laughs> care about a lot of them. Yeah, like Neil. Definitely uh, don't care about Neil, and he wasn't part of the core. He's definitely not part of the core. Back with Hurley and his dad, Hurley tells him that uh, he's not, a, uh, he's, he, oh, he's got a good reason. Forgot, forgot the G. I was trying to figure out what I wrote there. <laughs> he's got a good reason that he's lying to him. And his mom shows up and asks, why is there a dead Pakistani on this couch? <laughs> his mom has the best lines, I'm telling you. <laughs> and they pick Saeed up and carry him out to the garage. And his dad then leaves in a nice Land Rover. And waves to the cops as he drives by. He's like, oh, hello. <laughs> just going by just here. Just going for a stroll. And back with Kate and Son. Son asks her if she's all right, which Kate says yes. Aaron sleeps on the couch. And Kate tells Son about the two lawyers who came to her house to test blood. Son says, what did these or who did these lawyers represent? And Kate says, I don't know. They wouldn't tell me who their client is. And Son says, then they're not interested in exposing the lie. And Kate says, how do you know? And Son says, because if they were, they would just do it. They wouldn't come to you in private. They don't care that you're lying, that we're lying. They just want Aaron. And mm. Kate says, but who who would do that? We And Son says, I don't know, but you need to take care of them. And Kate says, what do you mean take care of them? And Son says, wouldn't you do anything you had to in order to keep Aaron? And Kate is kind of offended. She's like, what kind yeah. of person do you think I am? Huh? I only killed one man. Yeah. Maybe a few more. Yeah, maybe a couple more. But they deserved uh, it. Yeah, they all got what was coming to them. We then get a soft flashback of what happened on the freighter. Freighter. Son tells her that Son... Or son tells her that... Son tells the, Kate. Yeah, Kate, <laughs> that she's the kind of person who makes hard decisions when she has to. Like you did on the freighter. You told me to get on the helicopter, and you said you'd get gin, and we're kind of seeing like flashes of these scenes, you know? Yeah. And she says, but you did what you had to do, and if you hadn't, we would probably all would have died instead of just my husband. And Kate cries and tells her that she's so sorry, but son says she doesn't blame her. And then she asks about Jack. Speaking of Jack, cut to a low angle shot of Hurley's dad and Jack walking together in a dark parking garage. And he brings Jack to the car to show him a tranked out Saeed. Mm. Jack says, let me get my car. Help me move him over. I'm going to have to get him to the hospital. And Jack starts walking. And uh, David says, no, no. Hugo said, whoever did this, they'll come back after him. Jack says, all due respect, Mr. Reyes, but you brought him to me, so I'm going to do what I think is best for Saeed. And Hurley's dad says, fine, but stay away from my son. And Jack drives his car to the hospital. Yeah, go, Daddy Reyes, telling off Jack. Yeah. And uh, Jack makes a phone call to Ben. And Ben's like, hello? Creep. And Jack says, <laughs> Ben, 
you'll never guess who showed up at my door. And Ben says, who? And Jack says, Saeed. Now their musical tension build with a stinger. And then commercial break. A lot of these in this episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> Back with Hurley and his mom hanging out together, having a soda pop, just, just catching up. And his mom asks why anyone would, anyone would want to hurt him. And then she grabs his face and tells him to tell her the truth. And we're going to do a couple lines here. Okay. You want to be Hurley or Carmen? I'll be Carmen. Okay. We lied, Ma. What do you mean you lied? All of us. The Oceanic Six. We lied about what happened after the crash. And what did happen? Okay. See, we did crash, but it was on this crazy island, and we waited for rescue, and there wasn't any rescue, and there was a smoke monster, and then there were other people on the island, and we called them the others, and they started attacking us, and we found some hatches, and there was a button you had to push every 108 minutes, or, well... I was never really clear on that, but the others didn't have anything to do with the hatches. That was the Dharma initiative. The others killed them, and now they're trying to kill us, and then we teamed up with the others because some worse uh, worse people were coming on a freighter, and Desmond's girlfriend's father sent, us to, <laughs> sent them to kill us. <laughs> so we stole their helicopter, and we flew it to their freighter, but it blew up, and we couldn't go back to the island because it disappeared. So then we crashed into the ocean, and we floated there for a while until a boat came and picked us up. Up. and by then there were six of us that part was true <laughs> but and then he says but the 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 rest of the people who are on the plane they're still on that island carmen puts her hand on her son's wrist i believe you i don't understand you but i believe you a lot of people died ma and, I, and now this bad stuff is happening because well um we shouldn't have lied. What a nice mom, huh? I know. This scene <laughs> This scene reminds me of um of the scene in The Goonies where Chunk, Chunk is, is, is giving with, up all the <laughs> Yeah, is with the Fratellis and the and yeah. he's like, But the worst thing the worst thing I ever did It's <laughs> like, yeah, he's telling him all the bad things he ever yeah. did. Like tell us everything. He's like everything, everything. Everything. Spill it, kid. And (laughs) he's like all the stuff that's not at all related to what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) And one time I peed on the floor and blamed it on the dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like, and just the the things that he's choosing to say and how he's saying them, like. Yeah. We found some hatches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a button you had to press every hundred eight minutes. Like Yeah. I mean, and you know, like from Carmen's perspective, her son has just broken out of the mental institution <laughs> yeah. that he was in and he comes here bringing a stranger who's knocked out. Yeah. And and then tells her all of this. And I'm like, I don't know, if I if I was Hurley's mom, I might be like be a, it'd be a hard uh, pill to swallow. probably needs to go back to the, you know, <laughs> mental institution. Yeah, right. But, you know, you gotta, you gotta, sometimes you gotta trust, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Woof. Woof. So in the dark jungle with Juliet and Sawyer, Sawyer steps on something that lodges itself in his foot and oh, yanks yeah, it out. Oh, yeah, that does not look good. It's like a, oh, it's like a really big sliver. Yeah. It's like a, like a, yeah. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Chunk. 
They then hear a scuffle in the jungle and they drop low as they see feet walking through the jungle. Juliet and Sawyer whisper to each other and then Juliet's head gets grabbed by someone who pulls them up. And it's a man in a jumpsuit who points his gun at Sawyer and Juliet and he says in a British accent, he says, what are you doing on an island? <laughs> uh, inside the, the hospital, Jack gets to work on Saeed, some he oxygen. Is sweating buckets. Always sweating. He's, yeah. He's jonesing you know, now. Yeah, he's yeah. detoxing. Uh, so he gets him some oxygen, throws on some electrodes, and then jabs him with a big old needle. Ugh. And Jack gets worried, and then Saeed springs awake and grabs Jack by the throat, but lets go when he notices who it is. And Jack tells him that Hurley's father brought him to Jack. And Saeed asks if anyone knows... Uh, if anyone else knows if Hurley is at his parents' house. Uh, cut to Hurley making something in a microwave. A Hot then, Pocket. Yeah, Ben shows up. I <laughs> ate so many Hot Pockets in high school, I'll tell you. Yeah. The ham and cheese one or the bacon, Ugh. egg, and cheese. Yeah, I know. My mom used to get them and that's what I'd throw in the microwave every morning for breakfast. Ugh. Yeah, they Gross. were always super hot. <laughs> yeah. they lived up to their name <laughs> they well they get like lava hot yeah molten lava hot yes um jack tells him that hurley's father yeah i already covered all that okay yep uh ben shows up out of nowhere hurley freaks out and ben <laughs> tells him to come with him no and well hurley jack freaks out him. and throws the hot pocket at ben oh. <laughs> and ben doesn't even <laughs> I flinch <missed> that. <laughs> oh my god he doesn't he even just, flinch he's like he said he like i don't know he probably like, says ah! like hi hugo or something and then hurley yeah. turns around and he's like ah and throws the hot pocket <laughs> it doesn't hit ben it hits like yeah. the wall right next to ben but ben just like doesn't even flinch <laughs> right doesn't phase him oh <laughs> yeah phenomenal and so uh he tells him that jack called him and hurley says no you're you're playing one of your mind games they would never trust you and ben says in their defense i'm not an easy person to trust but they came around when they realized that we all want the same thing and hurley says and what's that and ben says to go back to the island come with us hugo and this will be over you can stop hiding you can stop worrying about the stories and the deceptions. If you come with me, you won't ever have to lie again. And Hurley looks confused as Ben pleads with him. Then Hurley says, never, dude. And he runs out of the, he runs out to the cops who are outside the house in their car. And he, he's like, ah! <laughs> I killed those four people. Now three, whatever it is. However, However many, many people died, that, I killed that them. died, I killed them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that uh, coming. Yeah, so they arrest Hurley as Ben looks on uh, back but to the island. didn't Ben say that he couldn't go back? Whoever ch whoever changes the island's position, you can't go back, he said. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Missed that. <laughs> Unless, well, no, that's what he said to Locke. Oh, okay. When he, he was about to go and, and, you know, turn the wheel. And he's like, I can't, I can never come back, but you can. Yeah. He said, yeah. whoever, whoever moves the island can't come back. All right. Back to the island at night. Sawyer tries talking to his hot headed British dude who's going to kill Juliet to make an example. And then right before he does so, 
rocks Whack. and knives come flying out of the dark jungle, taking down all these new baddies. And yeah. a figure comes waltzing out, and it's John Locke who pulls his Bowie knife out of the guy, and he says, Sawyer, Juliet, nice to see you. Boom. I think he says yeah. James. James? Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, he always does first names. Right, right. Cut to an underground bunker of some sort. Some mysterious figure operates an old style computer, you know, like mm. the black and green screen, you know, yeah. that old beep, ditty. Boop, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> and draws, and there's uh, something drawn lines on a floor, you know? Yeah, like a pendulum. Like a pendulum. Swinging on a pendulum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very secretive stuff. Very witchy. Very witchy. And this person then goes up the stairs, which kind of looks like a chapel or something. Mm. And Ben is there like a creep, lighting candles. (laughs) Ben says, any luck? And the shrouded woman with the British accent says, yes. And Ben says, really? And she says, really? Really? About What about you? (laughs) And Ben (laughs) says, I'm having some difficulties. And she says, well, you better get busy because you only have 70 hours. And he says, no, no, that's not enough time. I need at least. And she says, what you need is irrelevant. And she turns around, revealing her identity. <gasps> this is the lady her? who told Desmond about his destiny. Yeah. Yeah. That's her. She says, 70 hours is what you've got. And Ben says, look, I lost Reyes tonight. What happens if I can't get them all to come back? And she says, then God help us all. Big stinger. Boom. Lost title. Wow. Wow. Look at that. What an episode, huh? Mm. <laughs> you got any final thoughts on this one? Nope. All right. You want some trivia? Sure. Nothing crazy, but Jack Bender's <laughs> dog, Miss Honolulu, Mm-hmm. is pictured on the I Love My Wired Hair shirt. <laughs> uh, That's But really Hurley funny. selects a Shih Tzu shirt instead. The Shih Tzu t-shirt bears the image of Edward Kitsis's dog, Stuart. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> is that funny? Adorable. Adorable. Jack treats Saeed with an intramuscular shot of adrenaline. This drug Ah. is used mainly in emergency cases, cardiac arrest or apnea, Hmm. and to treat anaphylactic reactions. Usually the shot is given intravenously. Hmm. So is it like a super-powered EpiPen type of thing? I think so. Okay. Adrenaline. I'm pretty sure that's what they gave, uh, 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 what's her name? Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Shot of adrenaline right to the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this trivia makes no sense whatsoever, and I wasn't going to include it, but I was like, you know what? I think the wording is just so fun that I'm just going to say it to Sammy and see what her thought is, okay? Okay, all right. So I read it like three times, and I couldn't figure it out, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It says, a quote from Hurley's mom in this episode, which is, why is there a dead Pakistani on my couch, has become a popular Google search suggestion causing people ignorant of that particular scene some disturbance. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. It all makes sense, right? (laughs) Until that last little section. Causing people ignorant of that particular scene some disturbance. (laughs) 
I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I couldn't figure it out. But maybe I mean, it shows up on Google and some yeah, people are confused. And, and people as are to like, why? why is this on Google? What is this? Yeah, yeah what's this it's all about? A law spoiler. <laughs> all right. So there you go. There's a huh. uh, fun trivia. Okay. Lapidus fetches two bottles of Jekyll Island Red Ale, a prop beer brand by Independent Studio Services, also seen in the shows Dexter and Rules of Attraction. Oh. Oh. Hmm, look at Dexter. That. Another one of those fake, fake uh, brands. Uh, together with another episode, this was the highest rated episode of season five on ABC with a total of 13.316 million viewers. It's just how many viewers they got. Oh, okay. Not like IMDb rating. Yeah. Uh, Hurley's dad is watching Expose, which of course is the television show that Nikki was on. Yeah. Uh Right. Nikki. (laughs) Nikki. Uh, when Ben stops by the butcher shop to hide John's body, the number that he takes in line is 42. Mm-hmm. Of course, another reference to the mythical island numbers. And the woman Ben meets in the church is, of course, the woman from the pawn shop that Desmond buys the ring from in Lost Flashes Before Your Eyes. Yes. Yeah. And there you have it. That's the trivia for lost this week wow wow what's your favorite moment of buffy favorite moment of buffy is when spike is slinking around that apartment smoking a cigarette and the lighting is cool (laughs) (laughs) mine is when he's explaining to everybody that ben is glory and then he's like are you all very stoned (laughs) of course (laughs) i also like when the when the reptile guy's tongue comes flying out that's pretty fun yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite okay, moment of Lost? Uh, favorite moment of Lost. You go first. Uh, Hurley throwing the hot pocket at Ben. <laughs> of course. Definitely my favorite moment. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. I Hurley. like the reveal at the end too, but. Yeah, I like Hurley uh, telling the story. Yeah. To his yeah. mom. To his mom. Yeah. This because it's it's so crazy when you think of it like that yeah okay which episode wins this week i'm going to give it to lost i'm giving them a tie because i didn't really love either yeah i feel like nothing really happens in either of them (laughs) yeah that's true yeah it's like they're just kind of like you know bobbling about waiting for the next episode this is a burner episode yeah (laughs) like we just need another one just just have them do stuff i mean like there's a lot that happens in lost but like nothing really that moves the story forward except for the reveal at the end where you're like oh shit how is this lady involved in all of this but again it's just like okay she's just another character from before so right you know sort of inconsequential at this time yeah, so that's yeah. the only thing that is like has me interested, basically, yeah. in continuing to watch. It's just like, oh, I want to know how this lady's involved. Okay. All right. Uh, predictions. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen next on Buffy, Pat? So I think uh, I think Dawn's going to go away. You know, 
I think I think uh she's going to have a she's going to have a nice send-off though, but it's going to mm-hmm. make sense. So it's not going to be like a brutal murder or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's like she's going to she might s- end up sacrificing herself, okay? Mm-hmm. To save. Oh, here's a good one. I'm taking a twist. Okay. I'm taking a twist of one of my previous uh predictions. Someone's going to be in peril, okay? Great peril. Mm-hmm. And someone's going to be sacrificing themselves for Don. Okay? And Don notices and she knows what she needs to do. And she goes to the light or something. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then she kind of like dissolves into another dimension or something. And uh, it closes the, the portal or whatever's going to happen. There's going to be some craziness, you know, where dimensions are opening up. And there's going to be some, you know, cross portal tele teleportation things happening. Okay. <laughs> okay. And Don Don's gonna close it and it's gonna be a proper send off. And that's like her way of growing as the teenager. Mm. Okay. So sign do you of think, maturity. Do you think Glory <laughs> is gonna go home? Oh she, yeah, Glory's getting trampled. Okay. Glory's this whole beast thing. She's going to get obliterated with whatever's going to happen. So it's going to be crazy. Okay. It's mm-hmm. going to all culminate and she's going to get obliterated. Okay. So do you think she's going to die or she's going to disappear home or I both? Think, I think Ben's going to like impale himself onto something or mm-hmm. something, you know? Okay. All right. Something like that. Ben Ben's probably going to sacrifice himself. A lot of sacrifice. Yeah. Is Spike right. also sacrificing himself this episode? I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of taking my foot off the gas of Spike dying now. <laughs> <laughs> but if it happens, I still called it. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you know, I like to cover all my bases. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. You can unpack that one. Okay. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen on Lost? <sighs> I have no idea, okay. but it's <laughs> good start. One thing I'm gonna guess is that Gabriel and Jeffrey are the quote lawyers who talk to Kate. Okay, that's all I'm gonna guess. That's all you're gonna guess. Yeah. Okay. I got all nothing. Right. I don't know what the hell's happening. <laughs> you don't know what's going on here. Are they gonna? They're, but they are gonna get back to the island. That's what you think. I still think they're gonna get back to the island. Okay. Like I, well, because I said that Ben, I, you know, I was like, I think Ben sent those lawyers to Kate. So when Mm -hmm. the butcher lady asked Ben about Gabriel and Jeffrey, I think that's who those people were. I think Gabriel and Jeffrey were the quote lawyers. Okay. But I do still think they're all going to get back to the island. Let me see if I can pull together another one here for you. (laughs) Just going to whip one up out of uh, thin air here. Just going to whip one up. Um, oh, I do think Desmond is going to find, I guess I should have predicted this last episode, but I do think Desmond is going to find Daniel Faraday's mom. Okay. All right. Um, and that's all. Okay. (gasps) What if? (laughs) I see where you're going with this. (laughs) What if the lady who talked to Desmond is Daniel Faraday's mom? Oh. that's what i'm gonna guess okay that's a good one yeah 
That's crazy. Cause That's like, crazy. That could be true. That could be true. And I wouldn't know because I haven't seen. Desmond will show up and be like, hey, I know you. Yeah. And then it'll be like a whole just craziness. Right. That, so yeah, that's, there it is. Mark it down. Mark it down. Put it in your book. Put it in your book. Okay. Okay. All right. Nice. What right. media you got to recommend you this first. week? All right. I'm going to recommend an oldie but a goodie. Okay. I know it gets uh, shat upon a lot sometimes as one of those shows that's just kind of old and crusty and you probably don't like it. Okay. We might have even talked about it. But I'm going to shout out uh, Friends. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. See, ah. I, I, <laughs> I knew you would come out against this. Have you watched How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. I find Friends funnier. Really? Yeah. Ugh, I don't. I do not agree. But you know what? I feel like people are either one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just it's just funny. I think it's well written. I think the acting is, is very well done. Yeah. No, funny. I rewatched yeah. it recently when they had the reunion. I was like, yeah. let me rewatch all of Friends. You watched and then all watched, of it? Yeah, I watched all of it. Holy moly. I know. Oh, that's a and lot. then and then I watched the reunion and I was like, This was stupid. First of all, what I didn't mean? have to rewatch all of Friends to see the reunion. And no, then I started watching <laughs> How I Met Your Mother again and I was like, God, this show is so much better than Friends. Yeah. Well that's just it's just your your humor, you know? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I also just love Allison Hannigan and Yes, I know. Uh and uh What's his name? Barney Stinson. Oh, well, I like, yeah. I like Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, my God. The other guy. I'm totally blanking on his name. Oh, the, one who's in, the tall uh, guy. Yeah. Who is in, uh, Jason Siegel. Yeah. Yeah. I like him, too. It's a good cast. Yeah. Well, what do you got to recommend? Um, I will officially now recommend Yellow Jackets now that I've seen <laughs> oh, a yeah. few more episodes. Finished it. <laughs> haven't finished it, but I've seen a few more episodes. I want to recommend Ladybugs. um and it is good i think that because you like lost i think you will like yellow jackets think so it's a lot darker though Mm, i don't like cannibalism sammy joe well i haven't seen any more yet and i (laughs) have been assured by my sister-in-law that there's no more that i that's not something i have to worry about okay so I don't know if maybe the scene that I saw they were setting it up to think like make you think it's cannibalism, but it's not really cannibalism. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if maybe that's what actually happens. Um, but yeah, it's 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 cool. It's dark. It's got really interesting female characters with a lot of depth to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Okay. I'm liking it so far, but it's got a lot of the same elements, you know, that you like and lost in it as yeah. well. So got some mystery, some intrigue. Definitely a lot of mystery and intrigue. Okay. I would say even more mystery and intrigue. Wow. So. Okay. Yeah. Give it a shot. All right. Well, cool. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap this up, but next week. Next we week a is single Buffy. a single Buffy episode, season Ooh. five finale. Okay. Get ready. Get ready for that. It's going to be a big one. We'll see what which of your predictions come, come true. <laughs> Something's coming true. 
We know that for sure. Yep. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, listen, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places that you can find us. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And what else? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. We love to hear what you think, uh, your favorite moments, etc. Support us on Buy Me a Coffee. If we make you laugh or entertain you, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod. And send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com. And check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com. And And always always remember remember that streaming streaming is better better with with sandwiches. Oh, yeah, sandwiches for sure the the good ones not yeah. the sammy kind that my kind too nah, there's a kind. place for every sandwich okay <laughs> <laughs> put that on a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll see you next week for single buffy okay all right see ya bye, bye.